Welcome to Cautious Optimism, an infertility podcast. We are three friends eternally bonded by our individual heartaches with infertility. Join us each week as we discuss the ups and downs that often accompany the road to parenthood. Here's to hoping for the best and being cautiously optimistic about the future. Okay, all three of us are together today and we're so excited. Uh, We just wanted to kind of do this mini episode today um, with the holiday of Mother's Day and how that can bring some complicated emotions and feelings for women in all different sorts of circumstances and honoring the women in our lives and the women listening and everyone around and just having this be a discussion about that. I think we were together yesterday doing an episode and I had this thought of like, crap, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. And I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't do something to not only wish all the amazing women in our lives who are mothers or not mothers or wherever you're at in your life, just wish everyone a happy Mother's Day because I just didn't want to miss that opportunity to say how grateful we are for those people in our lives. And We don't want this to be like a doom and gloom episode at all because we're celebrating motherhood, but we're also acknowledging the times where those who maybe aren't the typical description of a mother and how you can be celebrated. Because I think we've all experienced times in our lives when it hasn't felt like a good holiday and it's been difficult and we've all felt excluded sounds like a harsh word, but maybe excluded, excluded from this holiday. So we just wanted to maybe each kind of talk about a few things. But first off, just happy Mother's Day to all of our listeners. We love you and we're so grateful for you. And you make this podcast so much more worthwhile for us because we know there's a couple people listening. And so (laughs) yes, we're just thankful for everyone out there who listens and all the mothers in our lives. But and I think that's so well said, Carly and Chelsea, to acknowledge that I think life is long and far from over. And so there's so many opportunities to have a Mother's Day that might look different or harder, or to have a Mother's Day that is just fulfilled with all your wildest dreams come true. And so just acknowledging in that wisdom that There are so many people who maybe are mourning the loss of their own mother or have an estranged relationship with their mother or are overwhelmed trying to celebrate too many mother figures in their lives and sharing that day or like we'll probably most likely touch on people who are just want more than anything to carry that role of motherhood and feel just extra sad on that day of all the reminders of what they don't have yet and want so badly. So there's so many different situations. I didn't even touch on all of them, but I think it's wise to realize I'm sure in our future we'll have some hard Mother's Days, but we'll also have some good ones. And so wherever you find yourself today, um, I hope you give your per- yourself permission to be okay. And I've definitely had those moments where I cry it out and then go on to have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> so so well said. we'll cry it out with you here yeah. and talk about maybe some ideas or things that have helped us get through some of those mother's days that were really hard. Yeah. So, um, I, when I was jotting down some thoughts for this episode today, I was just thinking about, okay, what has mother's day looked like for me through the last few years, you know, or 10 years, whatever. And I look back to when I was like, 
you know, getting ready to be married. And I was like, oh my gosh, it'll be so fun when like I get to sit in church and I'm uh, going to be a new mom and or have kids sitting on my bench. And those emotions are still really real. And, um, and those emotions, I'll never forget those because, you know, I think the things we feel in our lives are always present. Um, and things can be traumatic, you know, but I was thinking, okay, like that's how I felt when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, and then my mid twenties when I was in the thick of like trying to have a baby and like failing at that (laughs) miserably. Um, I remember telling Jordan so many Sundays, like, I'm just not going, I'm just not going. And I know it, I know to other people, it looks like, oh, she just can't handle it. That's why she's not here. But more than anything, I feel like it was like, I don't want to go to church and like make a scene or I don't want to be the one in the back, just like emotionally unconsolable or inconsolable. And so I just want to say that if you're in that stage where like, it is just too painful to be there to see all the kids, to see the expectant moms, if that is something that is too painful to be there for, like, it's okay. Like, I remember feeling so guilty that I couldn't go to stuff, you know? And I think more than anything, I just want anybody to know who's in that place. Like, it's okay to not be okay with a day like today. Um, But as I've kind of like matured through my infertility and learned things and learned about being um, mother-like, I guess is the word I'm saying, Um, you know, I think we all embody qualities as women that mothers have, and that's to lift others up, to bear each other's burdens, to be nurturing to those around you who love, um, to be selfless. Like those are all qualities that mothers and women, you know, possess. And that's something I've had to learn over the years that like, I can also possess those things, even if I'm not like physically a mother the way I thought I was or should be at this point in my life. One other thing that's helped me a lot on Mother's Day is to celebrate my own mom instead of like, oh, I'm not a mom. It's like, oh, but look at the amazing mom I have or my sister and the amazing mom she is. And that has been so helpful to me to not dwell on the negative and to dwell on, oh, but look at the positive people in my life who have blessed me so much and the selfless love they've given me. So those are just some things that I (laughs) felt on Mother's Day. That was kind of a lot to unload. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Maybe I needed this episode. (laughs) right it's our therapy yeah (laughs) so that's just kind of some thoughts I had but just wherever you're at like Karen was saying like if expectations haven't been met yet or maybe they never will be of where what you thought mother motherhood would look like in your life you just have to hold on to the gifts you do have and the things that are good in your life now yeah I got kind of I mean I think we all got teared up when you said that because (laughs) I was taken also to a place and those emotions are still really real. Um, Mother's Day can be really painful, like you said. And I think one of the things we talk about on this podcast a lot is like experiencing both. You can have that pain and still have that like appreciation and love for the mothers in your life. They can coexist like we talk about a lot and giving yourself, like Karen said, permission to feel what you need to feel today. And, you know, I am in a different place today than I was five years ago. I remember one Mother's Day was right before my embryo transfer and I was so hopeful. And I almost am glad that I did it after Mother's Day because 
Father's Day was right after my miscarriage, and that was a disaster. A whole nother hard Yeah, experience. and then that was difficult because I felt like almost guilt for like, I couldn't give you this, and now we're celebrating Father's Day, and you're not going to be a dad. Um, so it guilt is one of the things that I think I felt a lot on Mother's Day, and I've just tried to my husband, no matter what he says, like, don't feel guilty. Like, I love you. We, it doesn't matter if we ever have kids. You're a mom to our dogs. Like, right. You yeah. know, good it's old so, James. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't change the fact, no matter what anyone says around you. And I wanted to say something that might feel validating. And I don't want it to come across because I know that these messages have been well intended in the past. Um, you know, you'll hear someone say like, even if you're not a mother, you're included today. And that is such a well-meaning sentiment, but felt really isolating to me because I felt like it was saying, yep, you're still not a mom, but we'll, but we'll include you. Right. And it was so like, I, I don't know, it was like the but, you know what I mean? That kind of felt like a, a, a sting or a stab. And so I just wanted to, I think one of the things we wanted to reiterate on this podcast is it's not in spite of or a but, it's we're celebrating you today, whatever you are, wherever you are. That's so good. That's so well said. I love that. I love that, Chelsea. And I think to build off of that, um, I'm so grateful for that perspective we've gained over many many, many Mother's Days of practice, (laughs) of Mm. working through these really heavy emotions. And I know, I think we do our best to speak to what we've experienced. I think that is one of the hardest parts of so many women have struggled and suffered and sacrificed and lost their pregnancies or failed transfers, whatever it may be. And that lack of validation is really hard when you're sitting there empty handed and want more than anything to have that physical evidence of, look, I am a mom. So you feel that sadness of, I am a mom and nobody even knows it. And that's really hard to sit in that. And so I would say as best as you can, and I know it's hard because we try to put on a brave face and think we're fine. And time and time again, I am faced with that day and blindsided by these emotions where I'm like, holy crap, (laughs) I was not even planning to feel any of this and it just comes out of nowhere. And so if possible, I've learned to better communicate with those who are in your close circle. For example, for me, it's my husband and I've let him know in the past like, hey, it would mean so much to me to still be celebrated. (laughs) And that may be one of my love languages and it might not be someone else's, but I've told him like, oh, it would mean so much if you did something special just to ease how hard it is. And even something like that would probably still trigger the tears (laughs) and I get it out. Um, But I also want to touch on something you guys have already said that when I have processed my own feelings and things, the perspective of knowing so many women are feeling the same way. And I've talked to women, for example, another situation is a single mom who Mm -hmm. the dad hasn't facilitated with the kids to go pick up a present or this is how we should celebrate mom. And so here she is slaving away 
as a mother and not being acknowledged because no one's there. And so I'm like, oh man, like that broke my heart yeah. and so yeah. many other scenarios and I'm going to cry real hard on this one. So <laughs> bear with me. I'm sorry. But even last year I had my little boy in my arms and I was blindsided by a lot of heavy emotions because I still found myself, like Carly said, in the thick of unanswered questions, trying to get another baby here, suffering losses and blindsided and almost angry at myself. Why am I still having a hard time? Like I have this beautiful little boy, so sweet and so happy. And my husband, like they're celebrating me and it feels amazing. Like you think I made it. I'm here. <laughs> I'm through the worst of it. But then it was all of a sudden just this grief like knocked me over of all the babies that aren't there, you know. And in that moment of grief, kind of sometimes you do feel a little bit like me on alone. And I was feeling very alone, kind of like I think I even said a prayer, this exact prayer, and I wrote in my journal, which isn't very often. (laughs) And I was just one of those days that was like, Heavenly Father, I just need to know that you're kind of aware of me or that someone in my life is aware of what I'm going through, even though on the outside looking in, no one would even know. (laughs) And of course, a sweet angel knocks on my door and gives me a sweet necklace with a rainbow on it. My cute Carly sitting here (laughs) shouting out Carly who was dealing with her own heartbreak and desire for the same things and hurting in her own pain and having that ability through this experience that we've all gained of a heartache and disappointment. And I'm sure she had her moments that day of processing her own heartache but yet took that to look around her to see who else is feeling this way. And she took that time and showed up with the sweetest reminder of a validation saying, hey, I don't know if this day is hard for you. She had no idea, but just showed up. And it's like, I can't even remember how specific her sweet note was to the answer to my prayer of, I need to feel seen and loved today. And oh my gosh, I'm wearing that necklace right now because I was like, I wear all the time and I'm so grateful for women who have that ability to step outside of themselves. And that taught me so much to treat Mother's Day and any other day and try to be that way. Feel your pain and know that that's okay and healthy to process and also even healthy to say hey, husband, I need you to do this for me. I have this list of things that would help me get through this. Um, But then also putting into practice Carly's example. And Chelsea, honestly, you've done the same thing for me. And I'm so grateful for this group of and this podcast of unity to say, like, we know that feeling. It will look different for everyone. But the joy and gratification that comes from doing things like Carly did for me really helps lift the burden. And it's just that is life too. When you can look and help and serve and give, your own sorrows become lighter. Well, and I am just, we're all sitting here crying. Sorry. <laughs> I knew I I just, as you were saying that, I just thought, 
how important it is to listen to those promptings because Carly was probably feeling so much pain on that day, but she probably had a thought. And to then be an answer that you needed right in that moment, like, I just think people often question how can God allow things that he like pain and suffering and all these terrible things that we experience here on this mortal earth, how can he allow that to happen? And they'll use that as an, you know, excuse to rationalize his not existence. And I just have to like, look at these moments and be like, he can't be here. Like, so what does he do? Right. He sends his children to buoy each other up and support one another. And like, you were, his hands that day. Right. And I just want to reiterate, like sometimes it feels really inconvenient and really maybe sometimes uncomfortable. Like you may not know, am I doing the right thing? Um, I'm actually experiencing that right now and I don't really know what to do. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to share that right now. I'll share it maybe at a later date, but I'm having this impression just as we're speaking, like, you need to do something. And so just following those guidance and promptings because they are a way that Heavenly Father facilitates his loves to his children. I just don't even feel like I need to say anything else. I mean, um, Carly's the perfect no, example of this. No, no, yes, not she because is. of that. She no, is. I'm not. I'm not. And I think a part of the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I was just thinking of anyone who's sitting in pain right now. And I was just like, oh, we need to cry with them. Like, we need to just be like, we're here. Like, we hope you listen to this Sunday morning and you're like, okay, this is going to be my moment to get it all out so I can be strong if I have to. And even if you don't, if you can't be strong the rest of the day, that's okay. But just when you were both talking, I was just thinking about how I've been blessed by earthly angels in my life and especially on Mother's Day too. Like I've had a sister who gave me a t-shirt that said, my favorite people call me auntie, just like something thoughtful. And I just think we need more of that in this world. Like we just need more kindness, more selflessness, more, more of forgetting ourselves and thinking of others. And especially in the world now, I just think it's such a self-focused, self-centered world that it's, it's not easy to be the one who's like, I'm going to forget myself and do something for someone else. And I'm not the best at it. Like you guys are way too nice to me about all the nice things you said. But I, um, I just have been thinking too, like there's just so many people in places of pain right now. And I think about friends we have that are moms to couple kids and they're in a place of they're struggling with motherhood, with working, with not feeling validated as a mom. And maybe they're not being recognized as they want to be recognized or people are struggling with mental health. Like there's just so much hard stuff. And I just think our faith plays such a role in feeling validated in who we are as women. And I think we have divine roles. Maybe we won't know what they are in this life. (laughs) Maybe that'll be the next life, which is really hard to say that out loud. But um, I just think we, as your podcast friends, just want you to know that we see you wherever you're at and we mourn with you. We want to bear your burdens. We want to hear from you. We want to know like how you're feeling and because we all strengthen each other through those moments of being vulnerable and, you know, just being like, this is really hard and I'm not going to do anything today and just all that stuff. So 
And just recognizing too that there's times and seasons for all of it. Yep. And I always come back to this because I think it's so true that there's there's room for all of it where there's room to feel all that heaviness. And like you said, maybe we start our day. Listen, I'm, I know I'm going to start my day listening to this and probably cry it out, but then be able to have the room to go celebrate my own awesome mother and my own awesome examples of mothers and friends and my mother-in-law. And it's going to be so fun. But also knowing it's okay to like, it's, you can feel it all and address it all. And next year we'll probably look different and that's okay too. (laughs) Perfect. I had this quote, I I believe it's from, um, I think it's Sherry Dew. I'll have to verify that. She's awesome. She is awesome. And she's a member of our church and she is single and never been married, doesn't have children. And she always has such good thoughts on you know, her situation because so many are in her situation. But I was just going to read this quote. I had jotted this down in, it was May 25th, 2018. So Mm. end of a Mother's Day month, a long time ago. Um, But she says, "Um, my life has taught me three things that changed my mind about Mother's Day. My skills are never wasted. My heart, not my present circumstances, determines my blessings. I am a mother because I behave as a mother. To my younger self, who is full of misery, holding a potted flower, and to all the women who are uncomfortable on Mother's Day, I would say, don't let sadness obscure the view. Your covenants have already paved your path. Keep going. You are doing better than you know. What might the Lord say to us? I think he would throw his arms around us and let us know we are worthy, worthy enough to keep going, and our sacrifices have been acceptable before him. He would tell us he is reserving for us all that is in our hearts unspoken things that only he could know he would say that he sees us and all we do behind the scenes that we are not invisible to him he would ask of us the same thing he asked peter lovest thou me feed my lambs feed my sheep i mean call it's so yeah. perfectly said that yes we do have our moments where we're in the depths of sorrow and it's hard but i just love that she ends with let's reach out to those like the savior and our heavenly father want us to and let's be those mothering individuals that we are as women. And we just love you all. And we're so thankful that we get to share our hearts with you and our tears. And we're praying for anyone struggling today and just wishing a happy Mother's Day to you all that we love you. And we are just so grateful to be women together in grief and pain and joy and all the things. So thanks, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Cautious Optimism. Find us on Instagram at Cautious Optimism Podcast. Send us a message, leave us a review, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And most importantly, keep hoping for the best and stay cautiously optimistic about the future.